Welcome to the Joy Joya podcast, where jewelry is joy and everyone is encouraged to add more polish and sparkle to the world with topics ranging from marketing tips to business development, best practices and beyond. This is the go-to podcast for ambitious jewelry industry dreamers like you. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, so I'll gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 212. You're checking out a weekly segment of the podcast called The Gold Mine, which is a more intimate, personal, and brief take from me about a topic of my choosing, but typically in the categories of entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, as well as my own personal observations about the industry. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. You can get interviews and business development and marketing tips on Sundays and The Gold Mine with me on Wednesdays. If you're a return listener or viewer, thanks for following along. In this week's episode, I'll be sharing some ways that your brain may actually be getting in the way of marketing success. Have you ever heard the term cognitive bias? If not, don't worry, I'll explain in just a moment. But basically, I want to share with you how your own cognitive bias or biases are getting in the way possibly of your business success. So I'll be talking about what's cognitive bias and what role can it play in marketing? What are the top five cognitive biases that you may be experiencing in your business? And what steps can you take to overcome your cognitive biases? So number one, let's tackle the first question. What's cognitive bias and what role can it play in marketing? Okay, let's try to explain this in as uncomplicated as possible because a Google search of the term is like, my head hurts. But basically, it's when you personally believe something is true based on your own subjective interpretation of reality. And then because of that, you see the world through that lens and you possibly even make decisions or take actions based on these subjective beliefs. So your own personal belief about something dominates the objective reality of the thing, even if that's totally different. So like to give a general example that hopefully makes sense and that you would understand is people who have a fear of flying in airplanes, but they still feel totally comfortable driving in cars. Of course, most people know it's more dangerous to drive in a car than fly in a commercial airplane, just based on the statistical evidence of how many people get injured or die in these two situations. But the people who are afraid of flying are still worried more worried about dying in a plane crash than in a car crash. So they have this belief that's based on their own assumptions and they're not taking the objective reality into consideration. And thus they may even take action based on that belief. Maybe they just avoid flying. So that's one example of a cognitive bias. So how could this possibly relate to marketing your jewelry business? Well, as a business owner or leader, 
you may be, actually you likely are taking action in your business and making decisions based on your own assumptions about your customers and the marketplace without actually knowing, or maybe you know, but you're not accepting or acknowledging the data-based reality. Of course, it's totally impossible for anyone to think 100% logically all the time and to 100% avoid your cognitive biases. There's always some element of emotion involved in making decisions, especially when it comes to your business and money and how you want to best invest your business and marketing dollars. You probably exhibit cognitive bias all the time without being aware of it. But today we're going to talk about five common ones so that maybe you can pay attention and see if you experience these things and just get curious about it. You know, don't judge yourself. Just be more aware and see if you're doing these things. The top five cognitive biases that I notice uh, business owners, marketing leaders have that they may be experiencing in their jewelry business. Number one is sunk sunk cost. So one really well-known type of, co of cognitive bias is the sunk cost fallacy. This basically means that once an individual or a business has invested time, energy, money into something, then they're afraid to admit themselves that they are going to accept this error and then back out because they've already put all of this time, money, etc., into it. If you ever watch those like Netflix documentaries about people who get scammed by like bad people, like the, that, I forget which one this like this bad boyfriend and he scams all his girlfriends out of all their money. I think a lot of those people have this bias because maybe in the back of their heads, they sort of know something is wrong and this is not a good situation, but they've already gotten themselves so wrapped up into it and so far that it's difficult and even sometimes embarrassing to admit that you made a mistake. So thusly, you keep pouring money and time into it. And this can absolutely happen in marketing. At a certain point, you may feel even intuitively, like your current approach in your business isn't working, but you've already put so much time, effort, and dollars into it that it would be silly to stop now, right? Maybe if we just wait a little bit longer and spend a little more money, everything will change. Number two is called the false consensus effect. So this is a type of cognitive bias where you basically overestimate how much other people are just like you when it comes to things like their beliefs, opinions, and behaviors. I see this a lot, especially with solopreneurs or with people just starting their jewelry businesses. They don't have a lot of sales data about their customers, so they don't have that hard data to know how their customer personas look, like what are their qualities, what is the demographic information, and they just don't have a lot of perspective on their business in general. So they assume that their customers oftentimes are people just like them and that their customers like and prefer and want the same things. And so 
their approach is to just market to themselves, basically, assuming that everyone else in the world who might like their jewelry is exactly like them. And sometimes it's true. Sometimes your target customer is another person just like you, but more times than not, it actually is someone different from you or customers that have elements of you in them, but they do have other beliefs, interests, opinions, and behaviors. So it's really important as a business owner to acknowledge that not everyone out there in the world is just like you. The third cognitive bias that I see a lot in jewelry business is, jewelry businesses is overconfidence. And I find this happens a lot with product assortment and it happens a lot with new businesses entering the marketplace. They think they have beautiful products. They probably are beautiful. I'm not saying that they're not, but they're going into the business on the strength of the beauty of their products and they haven't taken the thorough time to research the market, figure out how they're going to truly differentiate themselves. They think to themselves, well, if I think it's great, then other people probably think it's great too. And the the overconfidence in their products leads to that being what they think is their differentiating factor, their unique value proposition, when really it takes so much more than that to build a long-lasting, sustainable jewelry business. So that overconfidence can really be a limiting cognitive bias. Number four, a common one that I see is confirmation bias. So again, a type of cognitive bias. Maybe you are feeling uncertain about the future of your business, or you feel self-conscious about the products you're selling. Maybe you've had a rough year or sales have been down lately. And because you have this like hint of self-consciousness within you, you're almost looking for a sign from the universe to let you know what you should do next, AKA, is it time to give up? Do people actually hate my products? So the confirmation bias means you're looking for signs to confirm this everywhere. That could be maybe you get a couple of negative customer reviews and you decide that that's proof that you're just not cut out for your business and that you suck. Or maybe you notice that your e-commerce conversion rate is lower than the industry benchmark. So that means all your products suck. If you're looking for evidence of something, you're likely going to find it. Those things, those negative setbacks, they don't mean you shouldn't be in business, but if you have confirmation bias, you're gonna take those things as a sign and find meaning in them when maybe there is no meaning after all. And then number five is self-serving bias. So this is a type of cognitive bias that refers to a tendency to blame everything else but you. And on the flip side of that, you also give yourself credit for all the things that are not necessarily completely related to your talent or skill. So like, let's take, for example, your business is booming. You're doing awesome. Your self-serving bias might be that you attribute 100% of your success to your decisions in business and marketing, when in reality, there are always some external factors that, that influence success. It could be just conditions in the market, right place, right time, a little bit of luck. Who knows? It's never like 100% one individual and their abilities. 
And then on the opposite of that, when your business is doing poorly, you may 100% blame your marketing or just like blow it all up and say everything that we did sucks when all the time, every single time, it's never 100% your marketing. Again, there are things like market conditions, being in the right place in the right time. Look, there are so many external factors that could potentially be involved in whether or not you achieve success. So now that you know some of these common cognitive biases in business and marketing, what steps can you take to overcome them, whether they're these ones that I mentioned or something similar or something else? Because there are a lot of different types of cognitive biases. First, don't judge yourself, please. This is not to make you feel bad about yourself because we Every single one of us exhibits cognitive bias in one way or another. It's just important to really be aware and then be curious about the beliefs and attitudes that you have. And it's sometimes hard to see all of our own blind spots. So you won't always notice or know about all of your cognitive biases. That's why it's great to work with someone like a business coach or a mentor or have trusted partners in your business who are brutally honest with you and they're not afraid to speak to you frankly and openly and kind of call out when you are exhibiting this type of behavior. When you are making decisions, pay attention to your inner voice or your intuition Does something feel uncomfortable or off and why do you think so? Maybe try to like connect with what that is. Spend time being introspective. If meditation is like a part of your mental health strategy or your day-to-day, that's a great thing to do to kind of get in touch with your own beliefs and your own prejudices. Focus on having um, a growth mindset, focus on growth and self-development and kind of bouncing back to what I said before of having like a business coach or a mentor. You could also join a group with other business owners so that you have perspective and you can share and learn from each other. What did you think about my perspective on cognitive bias? I would love to know your thoughts. Is this concept new to you? Have you noticed that you exhibit some of these beliefs? Please leave a comment on YouTube or let me know in a podcast review. You can also always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. Thanks for listening or watching. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about working with Joy Joya, visit joyjoya.com, where you can sign up to download our free eBooks about various topics in jewelry marketing.